Podcast. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. It's a show about all things 20 year old. With all friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that leave our age group lost and confused. It's uh, story time, boys. It's been a long time coming. We tried to have you on in the winter. And we all know what happened. All the true listeners know what happened. <laughs> let's 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 clear the air quickly because I know I know Green has got a bit of a bone to pick after yeah after I, last uh, you know f- last time we tried to meet up and do this podcast and uh, things kind of fell through. So uh, let's uh, let's let Greener speak. Yeah, quickly. I think we should just you know lay the story on the line before we uh, just get into anything you know too deeply. But last time we were supposed to come on the podcast, I believe it was a Monday night. Um, the podcast comes out on Tuesdays, and it was the snowmageddon, the snowstorm, and I just could not drive down. It was just the roads weren't safe. I didn't have winter tires on, and I couldn't make it. Like a loyal listener, tune back in on Tuesday to fuck you, Greener, fuck you, this, you're a shit guy, that, we hate you, we're no longer friends with you, you're not coming to my birthday party, oh yeah, and JMO, you too. Yeah, yeah, JMO hit guy had two cases, well, this is what I'm saying, I drove over, how did I get there? Valid point. <laughs> yeah. He took a snowmobile. I, I drove over to Robbie's, and I'm like, where are the boys? He's like, yeah, he's like, uh, they ain't making it. And I'm like, come on. Honestly, it wasn't even like the snowstorm. We just flaked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And flaky, <laughs> flaky individuals. Greener called me like the next day freaking out. He's like, I can't believe the boys are chirping us on the pod. <laughs> we didn't just chirp. We wrote, um, well, we were just, okay, we want to know the truth. So we don't have a guest now. So Robbie and I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'll spike the That'll sound. That'll spike the sound. Robbie and I are sitting there and we're like, we're like, fuck, what are we going to do? We have no content. Like, we, we were, what are we going to do? And I'm like, let's just write a song uh, just to start it off. And obviously, I'm freestyling. What's top of mind? You know, my guest just left me high and dry. I'm freestyling. It's not like we wrote those lyrics out. You know what I mean? It was just top of mind. I was like, what am I thinking? Fuck you, Greener. <laughs> Fuck Jamie too. We're not actually mad. It's just we're, funny. Yeah, no hard feelings. But let's let's introduce who we have on the show today. So, uh, on the far side, we have Jamie Davidson, my brother, and in the middle here, we have Jake Green, um, who are both good buds. <laughs> good buds. Um, went to school with both of them. And uh, stoked to have him finally on the show because loyal listeners, loyal listeners, the beef did get squashed a couple <laughs> episodes ago. Um, I like the shout out after your, you know, margarita themed birthday party there. Um, I think we had some words and the beef got squashed. So, yeah, um, cheers to cheers to this. To new beginnings. Cheers. To yes. new beginnings. I was just about to say. Although I never really thought there was hard feelings anyways. Yeah, I know. Um, there there yeah. definitely wasn't. So our light just went out. It's kind of spooky. Yeah. You guys can keep talking that one dropped. sec. Um, so, Raps game tonight. Big Raps game. Big I, Raps I, game. I wanted to ask you, as uh, as a big Raps fan that you are, what do you think uh, What do you think the keys to tonight's game will be? 
Yeah, this is kind of cool. I mean, if we predict this right, it'll be on the internet there and we, you know, we can kind of tune back. So um, my pie in the sky, Danny Green, 16 points. He's going to hit a three-pointer within you know the first minute of the game. Uh, we hold Golden State to under 100. If we keep them under 100, we win the game. Simple as that. Uh, That's a hot take. Yeah, we keep them under 100. Danny Green, 16 points. Do you think they're going to win tonight? I think they're going to win. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is we're recording this podcast. First of all, I think this light's going to turn off every 10 minutes. Why is that? I don't know. It's just super powerful. Maybe it's too powerful. I think yeah. it's too powerful. <laughs> it's All yeah. the fans are going, and I, I, I think it's got like a self-timer. So okay. um, we'll see about that. But okay. the thing is, we're recording this tonight. The podcast is going to go out Tuesday. So for the people listening, we recorded this pre-game. So, you know, if these aren't... The, if it, is, these, it is now... What time is it? It's... Uh, uh, currently, it says I'm... F- uh, 554 yards. I'm wearing from my the golf watch. Hole. There's no time on this. <laughs> this is a GPS <laughs> golf watch. But it duels yeah. us both. Um, uh, regardless, it's bef- we're before the before the game. It's which currently 19:04, which is military time for 7:04 p.m. Yeah, very hip. You knew that. Very though, trendy. Right? Yeah, very trendy. Very trendy. I, yeah, you know, is it is it a bit of a flex to wear your Garmin watch out to like the bars and stuff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always in you, golf you're, mode. You're taking a shot, like oh, my heart rate just spikes. Like. <laughs> Dude, the Garmins don't do heart rate. It does <laughs> yardage? It does no. yardage on no. the green? Are you much of a golfer, greener? I'm. You know what? I'm not much of a golfer. I like going to the range. Um, I've been out on the links a couple times. I couldn't think of one guy that would be worse at golf than Green. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> First of all, like there's a hot take. The voices on you two right now. Did you get a yelling battle last night? We were the definition of in one this weekend. Like, is it, like I was telling you guys earlier. Like, if there's a checklist that you need going out every night, that classifies you being in one last night checked off every single box you guys were in one eh? <laughs> in one there's, so a, last there's a law yell, rob and i prayed together as camp function there's a lot of yelling going on i, I thought I, heard, I was gonna be without uh, without a voice today too this, i heard there was, party uh, was i heard <laughs> there was one no tarps on 40 guys no tarps <laughs> and one even uh one mangina <laughs> <laughs> Confirm or deny? Uh, I don't know about the mangina. Oh, the dick was out. Uh, the, the, yeah, the dick did come out. <laughs> <laughs> At one point during the pre, yeah, tons of tarps off, and uh, it, it was it was nuts, and um, lots of yelling and singing. So, well, the thing is, is we we wanted to have you on for a while. Uh, you listen to every podcast. You're one of the OGs. Like, yo, man. This shit's funny, but what you always said was, yo, enough with like this life advice and like all that <laughs> stuff. He's like, we want the stories. We want the boys. He's like, I don't need to learn how to motivate myself and like talk to inspirational people. You're like, let's just hear about the good times. You're more of a good times guy. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> you were a part of probably a lot of good times at school and hopefully uh, we can pull some of that up. But we also... I want to know if there's any new slang since we had, like we don't hang out much anymore than that we've graduated and like we had this idea way back that we wanted to get a bunch of uh, a bunch of you guys to come on the show and just update everyone on the sort of slang and lingo that you're using because it's hilarious and you guys pretty much speak your own language sometimes and because we'll just, say it we'll say another <laughs> we'll like because we we'll just hear the slang it's jokes we'll use it other people are like whoa like what is this and it spreads. You might, you guys might not even realize it, but you guys are on the forefront of slang 
for the mid twenties movement. In Toronto. I, I can't take any credit for any of it, but uh, there's definitely some like crazy words coming out so, of the so friend group. Can we do? How about we do this? You guys just say a few words. Robbie and I can see if we can define it. You know what I mean? Okay. And then, uh, and then maybe try and use it in a sentence. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, <laughs> that's, that works with me. I mean, there hasn't been too much new stuff with Jammer, you know, all the way overseas in Asia, but... He was a slang factory, wasn't he? He was, he yeah. was the, the producer. He would come up with about three, four words a day. Mm. Maybe one would stick a week. You know, if 20 <laughs> yeah, new terms yeah. in a week, maybe one would stick. But That's that one, a good ratio, though. That one turns into... I don't know. Oh, so let's just play the game. Okay. Um, so we can start off with sheets. Sheets. We know these ones. De- define it just for our listeners. Um, sheets is like you're tired. You you want the bed. Like you're. I'm so sheets right now. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. So JMO's voice is sheets. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a tired voice. <laughs> King sheets. And the thing is, yeah, there's all these, there's a lot of different like variations of the same slang. So, so there's another one Jamo has been using recently too, Shutsy. Don't Shutsy. know it. Don't know it. Shutsy, you're, you're Shutsy. sheets. You're, you're very sheets. If, if you're Shutsy, you're very sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. If you're Shutsy, you're very sheets. <laughs> I, I think it originally came from, I don't know who started it, but it originally came from like Shut Eye. Shut eye, shutsy, right? Sheets. You want to keep your bed sheets. Um, just very, you know, play on words. Uh, how about gas? You guys know gas? You for sure know. Oh gas. yeah, we got a whole song about it. Have you not heard it? I, don't, I haven't heard it. You, you, um, you were at the show when we played live. You've definitely heard the song. He's probably, he's probably heard it. You were also probably in one. I was exactly. <laughs> that, that's the thing. I was actually just telling Rob um, before we started. He said, "How was the band at radio last night?" I was like, honestly, I don't, I don't know if the band was on. I don't know if it was a pre-recorded set, but I know that I was enjoying the music. But in the morning, if you asked me a single song they played, I wouldn't be able to tell you anything. But I know I was having fun dancing, yeah, sound, singing by the sounds of things you were singing. Yeah, I was singing, but do I remember the songs? No. <laughs> so, so we play, we play a song called "Gassed." So we just adopt whatever. Sl- we don't create slang. We farmed, we made, yeah. just but we took it from, from that guy, guy, that YouTube video. But gas, like that was uh, that song was sort of supposed to be a joke, you know, at the beginning, and then it ended up turning into it's on our EP one now. One of our songs on that's gonna be on our EP, yeah. one of our hits. So, so my sister, she Jamie has been using these words around her, um, like shutsy and sheets and stuff. And uh, when when Kara hears these terms, <laughs> or one uh, one night when she was listening to Jamie drop all these tired you know, uh, type terms. She's tried to make up her own and uh, she, she was like, I'm so doovy right now. Like as in, as in duvet. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. See the OG slang Except factory. Doobie, it doesn't really work as well. The, the OG <laughs> slang factory was Gobzy. Uh, Gobzy used to be the guy that would, cause it's usually hockey players. That's what it is. Exactly. Gobzy and Jammer yeah. were hockey players, all their hockey buddies. And Gobzy brought in Vern which is like synonymous with bro or guy or like sub Vern, you know, but it's weird because it's a name. People don't really get it. Also, good dick, just meaning okay. like good shit or good, like, like instead and, of saying uh, good- hornswoggle. You know that you know. Fin- remember Finley Funny from story, WWE? Yeah. Oh, you can talk all about this <laughs> actually. But Gobzi's crazy story. Gobzi's uh, younger brother is a huge wrestling fan, 
and uh, you of course know uh, Finley was a was a wrestler in the WWE, and his little sidekick, like a uh, you know small person, uh, you know t- sidekick that would come out from under the stage sometimes with this like bat that would attack the the his opponents while yeah. the refs weren't looking. His name his, his name was Hornswoggle. Yeah. And Gobsy started using that as as a term to. Uh, talk about someone's genitalia yeah and then, <laughs> then obviously short form horn but a lot of people yeah. use that and or schwaggle like she, like if you said yeah she touched my schwaggle it's so you can go either way with that um wh- what were the others do you want to tell a story about yeah, horn swaggle oh, yeah. quickly we about uh, horn swaggle <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you want to go or doesn't matter you can you can take it Okay, so we actually, so my dad's a big wrestling fan. Um, I was a big wrestling fan growing up, you know. Who's your favorite? <clears throat> favorite wrestler? Yeah. I don't know, The Undertaker, maybe Batista, Batista Bomb. Just, yeah, yeah, I love Batista. Yeah, just the guys, you're animals. Anyways, um, so we're at this show, and because he used to, um, I guess, thanks. Uh, no, so long story short is he looks like one of the wrestlers and, you know, he puts on this gimmick with the guys from the Megan boys, if you know them, yeah, like slam, the bar mitzvah, slamming bar mitzvah for, guys. Yeah. So it was called slamming for Shabbos. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, funny story. I, I bartended this like last summer in yeah, a, the wrestling in, event in the backyard. Yeah. The wrestling yeah, event in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. So they do two events every year, one in the winter, one in the summer. And it's for like. I don't know, Orthodox Jewish people or it's it's a pretty diverse crowd. I mean, you get like you wrestling like super fans and then you get like you, you know, your nice little Jewish boys running around. Um, so it's cool. And anyways, Hornswoggle was one of their big draws. So there's there's a match between Hornswoggle. The guy was like King Kong. This guy was like <laughs> six, eight, 350 pound like black dude and versus Hornswoggle who's just like, Three foot five. Yeah, and there's, there's the craziest matchup. Yeah, so I guess just the, the kicker, the whole story, it's taken me so long to get to it. But at the end of the show, the Megan boys, like these guys, like the bar mitzvah guys, like everyone knows them from their childhood. He's fighting one of the rabbis. And they go out of the ring and they go off stage and they get to a ladder. And he's trying to climb the ladder. The rabbi's like grabbing his leg. He's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't climb the ladder. He gets down. Like, I don't know, does something to the rabbi, throws him on a table. Yeah, he, grabs, he grabs the rabbi by the beard Love and it. chucks him onto the table. <laughs> <laughs> Proceeds to climb up the ladder, jump and put the rabbi through the table. <laughs> the, the crowd was going absolutely insane. It just so many like Jewish people like watching this rabbi again destroyed was the rabbi a wrestler or was it a rabbi no it was a full-on rabbi he was like 300 pounds oh my god uh, you know had the hair had the beard the whole look he was <laughs> because he's like oh. and then what about hornswoggle and a hornswoggle we got a picture with him did he win the match <laughs> did he win the match uh i don't remember did he win uh i think he did win because the thing is is like you know hornswoggle is professional we're talking about if this was like basketball be the nba it'd be like getting an nba player to come into well, this here's that other guy that was also there the big uh the big dude he didn't fight but he was like 60 he's retired uh, you're blank we'll get back to that I, I honestly can't remember right now he was like uh he was like in the 
NBA as well. Like he was up there. <laughs> it, it, it has a name. What's so? What's your dad's involvement with the wrestling world? Is he just a fan or no? Yeah. So he's he's honestly just a fan. Yeah. And he just looks like one of the like main guys in the show. Um, and if he puts on the same costume the guy does, like wears a blazer and a hat, like oh, he the, just passes as this person. Like McMahon. He looks like um, Paul Heyman. He's yes, like one he of the, does. Paul Heyman. Yeah. He looks exactly like Paul Heyman. So we've gone, like in the past, when we were younger, like WWE's in Toronto, we would like go down and try to get in underground and him be like, I'm Paul Heyman. Like, let's just walk <laughs> right in. And like, we'd be sitting in like the front row, like all VIP upgraded just because he's going up and being like, I'm Paul Heyman. Like, I work for the company. <laughs> it's like, the, it's that candy of a resemblance. That's so funny. Yeah, you know what? When when Jamie showed me a picture, showed me a picture or like he was at your dad was at some event. I was like, this guy looks like someone in the rest, and I couldn't remember his name. But yes, very uh, very strong resemblance. Never met your dad. Never watched wrestling, so I can't put two and two together. Uh, is there any other slang words that come to mind? Like recent ones? Ones you guys been saying recently that maybe we haven't heard? I don't know. Um, it is we, the jewel. Yeah, yeah. We call it the JP. Why? The jewel pod. You pass the JP. <laughs> that, Julio that's, Jones. That's just you know, a, the number eleven. I've never, I've never heard that. <laughs> I, I I'm honestly blanking out. I think that I think this will work better if they just come up in conversation. Right. And you're just yeah. like, hold on. What 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 did you just say? You, you <laughs> yeah, like you guys. I guess to pull these stories out. Um, we need to like we need to kind of spark the we need to spark because like just if I just ask you to remember something how does that work for you right it's not yeah that doesn't work too well yeah but if 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 it's in conversation and like like that wrestling story we're yeah like we're going through uh, so let's let's go back to um, unless you have something there I I got a few things on the list here that Jamie mentioned beforehand prank wars what are the prank wars the prank wars okay um so you guys lived in the sick house, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, when you're living, you talked about house, it on the yes. on the podcast. Uh, yeah. You know, when you're living with ten guys in a fraternity house that doesn't really sleep, uh, you know, times get restless. Uh, people get at each other each other's throats a little bit. You know. Um, so we came up with the prank wars, and the first prank was you know Jamie was out um, with a lady friend one night. And I took her to see Saw 5, I believe. That's not true. <laughs> the first date, took her to Saw 5. <laughs> so me and Dave, um, Dave Taylor, our other roommate, decided we're going to, you know, we're going to fuck with Jamie. How's the swearing on the podcast, by the way? Yeah, fully, fully cool. Okay, fuck shit. Yeah, let's get <laughs> a quick fuck go. shit. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Jamie was out and... We were like, okay, we're gonna open up his door. You know, he had um, he had like an Amazon Alexa, so we preset a bunch of messages on there. Made his bed all nice, put down rose petals, lit a candle, and then locked his room. Like we were never in there. Um, and then he comes back, and next thing we know, no, we I go, didn't come back. He didn't come back. He ended up sleeping at her place. Um, we all go out to the bar. I believe it was Jack's. Maybe it was Monday night. Um, it might have been Tuesday night because he's you know wants the half off at Saw Five. <laughs> <laughs> the Toonie Tuesdays at the movies, yeah, yeah, he's a romantic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we come back and at about four or five in the morning, the fire alarm starts going off. 
and the fire alarm's going off all over the house. None of us know what's going on. We think we burned down the house. Things like, like fucking loud, too. It's not like a regular out. alarm. Yeah, it's loud, and we can't turn it off. Little did we realize when the firemen showed up and like are going through the house, we forgot to put out the candle in Jamie's room, um, and it set off the fire alarm. Shit. So nothing was burning, luckily? Nothing was burning, just the candle. And just his perfectly made bed. Do you guys do you guys remember what what summer was it where a homeless guy broke into the Sig house? Uh, every summer? No, but was living in it. Was actually using that Gobsy's was in room. In Corey's room. That was the summer before we moved in. Was it not Corey. Gobsy's room? Oh, yeah, and and one of uh, one of Gobsy's friends uh, was was there using like the balcony to tan on. And she casually went into the house, and she saw some guy in there, and he's like, he's like, made some excuse. He's like, oh, I'm just cleaning up, or like I'm here to like clean or something. And, and he was like, just no, living there. Yeah, he had been living there. Yeah, not bad. For, <laughs> like the the that that place has been robbed probably routinely every summer. Yeah. So yeah. just to have a guy live there is a nice change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just use it for room and board. That's fine. The amount of times that all the TVs, all the speakers, everything gone, probably five times in the five years I, I've been there. Yeah, every single time. Yeah. We have to buy a new set every year. <laughs> everything brand new. And it's always a conversation. Are we going to rent this year? No, no, no. We're no, going to buy we have, it. We have a full security <laughs> system this year. It's going to be yeah, great. There's cameras in up. here. They're not going to get not stolen again. It's not recording anywhere. <laughs> So, 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 so what was the, um, what happened after? So like the prank wars, um, we just be constantly fucking with each other and Dave loved it. Dave got in on it every single time. And, uh, one time me, Adler and Dave didn't go out and, but Greener did. And we're like, Hey, like, uh, we have a feeling like he's bringing this girl home. So it's like, fuck with his room. And, uh, so Dave went into his room and uh, took the box spring and switched it. <clears throat> My voice is so fucked. Took the box spring and switched it with the mattress and remade his bed. And, uh, <laughs> and pretty funny. And, and so greener. We're all like up waiting for him to come home. Just like, cause we're gonna, we want to see what happens. And like comes home with this girl and uh, we, we hear him like shut his door, but like we're in like the hallway listening. And uh, we hear him like go and start to jump on his bed, and he just like yells. He's like, "Oh, what the fuck!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like such a hard platform. Yeah, I literally got back from the bar, and like the first thing I do when I got in my room is just jump on my bed, <laughs> and, it was, and it was just so hard. And I'm just like, "Ow!" Like just right in my lower back. The girl's like, "What? Like what's wrong?" I'm like. What's going? What's wrong with my bed? Like, what <laughs> did I leave my window open? Like, we look. <laughs> Next thing we know, it's the box ring on top of the mattress, perfectly made. They did a great job. Took us like twenty minutes to like reconfigure everything. And <laughs> That's a good prank. I mean, yeah, made for a good story that one. Um, what else happened? Adler. Adler, yeah. So Adler lived in the bunk bedroom. Did either of you guys live in that bunk bedroom? I think Robbie did. I had a bunk bed. Yeah, loft bed. Loft bed, yeah. Loft bed, I like to call it, yeah. The loft bed, yeah. So uh, we took the ladder, we unscrewed the ladder from the wall (laughs) and drilled it in sideways. (laughs) And then we hit the drill and he he couldn't get up to his bed. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you drilled it into the wall. We, we literally drilled it into the wall sideways. <laughs> and he just could not get up to his bed. And we just hit the drill. He's like calling us all frantically. He's like, what the fuck, guys? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. I would have hate. I mean, I could not have handled it. I'm like, no, uh, pranks never been into him. Your dad's a huge prank guy. He always talks about like the glory days in the office. Yeah, that just didn't guess, guess it's not in the jeans. <laughs> yeah. What else happened? You guys uh, screwed my door shut. Yeah, we got we got Jamie again. Um, when you go out on the porch, you know there's that window um, to get in on his to his room from the porch. Yeah. So we went in there, um, took a board, drilled it behind the door. So he just couldn't open up his door <laughs> for the life of him. He just couldn't open it. He's like putting his shoulder in. He's like, come on. <laughs> so how do, how do these things get resolved? Like the, who ends up undrilling the, the board or the ladder from the wall? Honestly, the, the person does. So is that yeah. Yeah. It's on them. Yeah. <laughs> did, did it ever get taken too far? Was anyone ever really offended? Yeah, it, it really ended abruptly. Um, when me and Dave were both into our TV shows we were watching at the time, mine was Peaky Blinders and Love his it. was Game of Thrones. And we sat in my room both for on about like season one, both on season one, maybe season two. And we sat in my room for about 15 minutes and just like the dragons all die. Uh, you know, Peaky Blinders, like this character dies, this character dies. This is how it ends. I'm like, Oh yeah, Game like of Thrones, Dave. Ned Stark gets his head cut off. I'm like, <laughs> you, ruined, you ruined all the shows yeah. for each other. Because <laughs> yeah. you'd each seen yeah. like the other show. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of it, you're just knock you're just fighting each other. Yeah, we got water bottles, we start soaking each other's rooms. We're like, okay, this needs to stop. Well, we need well, a truce. Green, Green and Dave put leftover uh bear cat salad in Jimmy Tice's room for the entire Christmas break. <laughs> <laughs> Like that would like soak in. I would like soak. That's what soaks into clothes. Yeah. Like yeah. beds, like mattresses. That's a stench. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. That, for uh, the viewers, this restaurant is literally known as the Stinky Barricade. <laughs> <laughs> like it's got a name in London. Debatably has a sign saying "Home of the Stink." <laughs> oh God. That just sounds like a nightmare, man. Um, pranks are funny being told they're i just just never get into them i know you know and i see all those people on on instagram too you know those accounts where they're just like doing stupid shit or they, they make each other do stuff and then film it on there i'm you like ever think of starting one this, of those up? this sounds like a nightmare to be around or be a part of no no you know what you there's know what the key is though then like yeah shit no and i know the, but i mean any prank like yeah i'm just any inconvenience any inconvenience. So you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, just not about the inconvenience life. And just the key to, I guess the key to it going smoothly is, you know, you obviously got to have a good good enough relationship to start with, um, with your boys. But then you got to just be willing. If you're going to dish it, you got to be willing to take something that's two times worse because you're never retaliating with something soft. You know, you're always retaliating and trying to up it yeah, until yeah. it you it's know, just reaches like, its boiling It works point. so well because... The SIG house, he could do anything in it. Like the the first week we all move in, and like Adler goes and buys like yards on yards of this like green uh, astroturf. Astroturf, and we astroturfed the entire upstairs and made like a mini putt course. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Like that's and then, creative. And then, but like Adler also grabbed a new toilet seat that was wooden, 
and uh but it never fit on the toilet so i was always just like lying around and then one night i was on the astro turf and one night uh we all come up we all come back from the bar like fucked up and like we all just like start peeing into the toilet seat sitting on the astroturf <laughs> so we had to we had to get rid of the astroturf <laughs> wow it sounds like you guys did more fun shit than us uh-huh. We, we our function was different. Yeah, or it, it in a different way. I mean, you guys did. Some, remember, um, I remember that time when I moved in with you guys in first year. Oh uh, yeah, when I got kicked out of res. <laughs> that, hey, was a, that was a fun that? weekend. That was Why fun. did you get kicked out of res? Oh, it's actually a great story. Um, <laughs> nothing bad, but in Saugeen, um, there were Saugeen dances, and we'd have them. I think once every other month. Um, essentially, you know, just because everyone's underage, you know, they can't go to the bar. So Sogging puts on these big dances in the gym that they have in the basement. And everyone always gets super wasted. And they just turn into a huge shit show. Um, just, you know, first years being first years. And after one of the events, me and Jammer, uh, our buddy from school, you know Jammer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just in his, in one there. <laughs> the hangover caught up. No, so we decide that we're going to put on a slip and slide after the after the event down our floor. Actually, down Corey's floor because he wasn't around. So he was gone that weekend. So we thought, you know, it would be no heat on us. He's not around. We can blame it on someone else. You know, get the slip and slide done and get out scotch-free. So we're out at like 3 in the afternoon going to Walmart, picking up garbage bags, soap, like getting all the supplies you need. We covered up everyone's doors so no water would leak in. Like we we thought about this. We yeah, put in you, a lot of work, and it just got way bigger than expected. Like after the dance, there's probably like 40, 50 people in the hallway just slipping, sliding down this thing. People are knocking each other. People are getting hurt, like running into <laughs> walls. It just got out of hand, and the, like a couple um, residents advisors come down and they're just like, "Hey, who's who's whose idea is this? Who put this on?" And then I don't know what got into me, but I just rose my hand. I was like, this was me. Like, I was like, just like, this was me. A fucking Braveheart moment. Yeah, literally. Just like, everyone's having so much fun. I'm just like, okay, I did it. Like, let's go to the bathroom. Like, you're going to talk to me. And yeah, we talk. Next thing you know, I'm going to council meetings and having to talk with like, superiors at like western i'm like okay this is bad you put on um, one slip and slide eh? like put on one slip and slide <laughs> you get you get the hammer thrown down on you you know on the table all cards are out they're like okay you're you're done this weekend it's a long weekend how long were you in res for before you got kicked out oh this i was this was maybe what february march yeah it was it was, it was funny because he didn't have a he didn't have a plan yet of where he was gonna live. So so that weekend, he ended up coming to uh, coming to the fraternity house, and that's that's where me and Greed are like really just like bonded for the first time. <laughs> yeah. he came over and, he, and we spent the weekend together. And yeah, I think I think he crashed in my room. Yeah, yeah I right. slept in your room. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he didn't have anywhere else to go. Yeah, we it was, slept it was on so that funny. Yeah, so we, we just partied. We like. We like uh, went for like brunches and like it was it was a fun time. Were these disciplinary meetings like were they like right off the bat you're gonna get get kicked out or was it like a little bit of what should we do like no 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 it was just right off the bat like you're you're on your final straw like you're because I had to go to I think two or three of them just like 
you're you're on your last straw. You're done for the weekend. Go home. You know, go be with your family. Like, tell them what happened. Like, relax. Little do they know, I'm moving into the fraternity house. Like, just just up to up to way more no good. <laughs> so, where did you end up living the last little bit to finish out the semester? So, I I ended up talking to them, and yeah. you know, I'm just naturally, a, I guess, a salesperson. I don't know if this had any help or if they're. I guess end goal was to allow me back in, but I was back in res within like three or four days. See, they they actually are pretty reasonable. I I don't know if I told this story on the podcast about the time we got pulled into the res meetings, but uh, no, we I don't know. Okay, when we got there, we were in the worst res. We were an alumni house, no parties, oh, no, yeah, no parties, no fun. Oh yeah, you, you've, well you've told the story about your setup. That's where it was for a little, right? No, well yeah, okay, well like th- what would happen is. Th- so we're like, hey, that's actually why we joined the fraternity because how unhappy I was with the party situation in res. But like, we would we would always we were the fuck ups in this res because we just wanted to party. Like, we were the ones that would like sneak people in through the fire exits, have like the, like the parties and stuff, and get in trouble. And it boiled up to we would always go to other reses and sneak in, like hop fences, climb through windows, and they started like closing the common entry points, you know, because I guess I don't know how they figure it out, but they always do. So finally, uh, we're, we want, we're trying to go to a party at Elgin. You know how they have the booth at the beginning of each, at the o- entranceway? And need after hours, station, yeah, yeah. The, in order to get in, you need to sign in. And they're like, oh, you're not from this res, you can't come in. So we're, li- so we're like, we need to go to this party. Um, so we're, we just walk in there and we're like, we're going to run past them. Like we're going to, we're just going to run in. What are they going to do? Right? So my one athletic buddy just starts going. He uh, hurdles. He hurdles a table, like, you know, like a little hand on the side, hops over it. I run around it. I don't know why he didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but by this point, the, the third guy is now being blocked by an RA. He, he can't move in time, ends up bowling over this girl, like running into her, like sending her flying. And uh, we didn't see this because the two of us were in front, but we, we end up running to the party. We get there and he tells us what happened. He's like, guys, I... I body checked an RA. <laughs> and we're like, it's all good, man. We won't get caught. Like, they were like going through the hallways, knocking on doors, but we, like, we just hid. Uh, and then we ended up sneaking out through a window to get out. We get a letter. They, uh, they found us. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how they always did cameras. That's the answer, by the way. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah. And uh, they brought us in individual, one at a time, right? Like, like yeah. interrogation style. And I remember the first buddy that got uh, that got pulled in was he was like the one buddy that we knew was a narc a little bit. Like we knew he'd narc if they got to him. And I don't know how they knew to call him in first, but we're like, bro, if you if you narc on us, and we're like, this friendship is done, man. It's done. Your university like, career like, is over. If you yeah. come out of that room, we know you're gonna narc. We know it's gonna happen. If you do it, like we're fucking done, man. We can't get kicked out for this shit. And he's like, All right. He goes in there, it's a thirty minute haul. He oh no! He comes out in tears, and we're like, "Dude, what? You narked, didn't you?" You broke. And he's like, yeah. "You guys don't understand." He's like, "They know it's us. There's videos. Like it wasn't. <laughs> apparently, the meeting wasn't about figuring out who did it. It was figuring out how to discipline us." So he spent the whole first twenty minutes of the meeting denying it, even though they knew it was us, because he didn't want <laughs> us to be mad. So, so they're like, "No, like you don't understand. Like we know it's you." And he's like, "Nope." 
it wasn't us. And they're like, no, dude, like, it's, this isn't what this meeting's about. Like, we know it's you, but they ended up breaking him. And then our meetings were, we just went in there like, <laughs> we're like, yeah, it was us. Okay, you got us. Like, cool, what's the discipline? The one guy had to write an apology letter. Eh. Uh, not yeah. bad. Not that bad at all. Yeah. We, uh, I think we each had to write an apology. I can't really remember, but that'd be they're a, pretty chill. I had to write a letter as well. That'd yeah. be, you know what? That'd be something fun to dig up one day. It's probably somewhere hidden in my computer. Yeah, he was something like, "I'm really sorry for yeah. knocking her over." Like, I know, like how <laughs> how hit. scary that must have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. The, the nonsense RAs I have to put up with, like probably just end, endless, endless, right? Endless. Um, so what? You lived in Sogin, which was the party res. Why then? Why did you get fired up about the, about the fraternity? You had friends in it. So it's actually a funny story. I didn't know anything about frats going into university. Okay. I just knew that there was AE Pi um, people I went to camp with. It's a Jewish fraternity. But yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm never joining a frat. Like I have no interest in being a part of this. Like I've got enough friends, you know. But yeah, I end up. I was I end up going to one of the first parties with Corey um, because he's really good buddies with Bregman. Mm-hmm. Um, so he brings us out. We go down to the party. I think it was like I don't know, maybe a foam party, or maybe it was like Could have been a, foam a party. Playboy party. Like, anyway, regardless, it was insane, and <laughs> we just had a blast and just hit it off. I ended up meeting a bunch of guys there, like, and I was just like, okay, this this place is sick, like. Maybe it was just one party, so we'll come back a second time and see what happens. Go back a second time, and it was another one of those themes. I forget, but me and Corey are like, hey, you know what would be cool? Like, why don't we bring some girls from Saugeen? Um, Why don't we bring some girls and, like, show these guys we're pretty cool? And, you know, we can bring, like, a posse with us. Yeah. So we get, like, we're we're in the calf, and we meet, like, eight, ten girls. Because this is still within, like, what, the first two, three weeks of school? Yeah. Um, so we're fresh into university, like, maybe haven't even gone to a class yet. And <laughs> we bring the girls to the party. Next thing you know, there's this big, big guy just, like, stomping. Like, you see smoke coming out of his nose, barreling down. Like, who brought these first-year girls to this party? He's like, it was you two, wasn't it? It was Matt Smeaton just barreling down, just like... What are you two guys doing? Like, you think you're like just one of his rants, just going right off? And we're like, oh fuck, did we, did we really mess this one up? Like, <laughs> what? Are, like, who are these guys? Why don't they want more girls at their parties? Um, and yeah, that was. Uh, I guess that was my first experience with Sigs. It. I guess it all ended up going well, and we ended up, you know, getting a bed and yeah, living in the house. So. Yeah, I, dude, guess, that, I guess that trick really, you know, really works I, I rem- magic. I remember all this because I was running the fraternity at the time that you guys were coming through, and you guys were a, a like a fucking handful, total racking crew. Like, like made it fun for everyone. Made it fun, but I had to, I had to like be like, like. Uh, imagine you had to, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> like running the place. You probably had to. Uh, you had so many people in your ears all the time about you know what's going on and like keeping the ship afloat. Yeah, exactly. Because we just—I don't know—you guys won't remember, but we went through a lot of shit. Uh, when, when I was there, we went through a review. We got a bunch of people kicked out. We were suspended for a year and a half, and it, it took us two years to rebuild it. And my whole goal with my presidency, I was like, I'm going to make this the, the, the like I'm going to get it back to its former glory. So that's why yeah. we brought all you guys in because we're like. We need le- like we need legends, yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
but the problem was is you guys were young. You were untamed. You know, you weren't broke. You were you weren't uh, what do they call it that when they break in a horse or something like that? You know what I mean? Like, you guys weren't trained. We weren't trained. trained. Yeah, we were were wild horses. Yeah. So there was a lot of times where I had to come down in that basement. You guys remember that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd get in. I'd get into your ears. I'd be like, yeah, just like. Just fucking I, I tried to just be scary I don't know <laughs> Scary And it worked I mean you You put us all in a good place I remember you made me At one point Go in the chapter room alone And sign a contract Being like <laughs> I, I will behave I was like I was like Oh my god It's cause like, you guys Literally came in like Full blown horn dogs Like yeah. Like We obviously have these Relationships with sororities And there's At these parties Girls are like Dressed a little slutty, but there's always like a bit of an unwritten rule where you kind of pretend like they're not slut slutties, and you like you know still do it normal like you're at a bar. But you guys came in smacking asses, grabbing boobies, like dancing on girls, saying like stuff to them, and this got back to me. So that's why I'd come down and I'd have to be like, "Yo, quit slapping these girls' asses, all right?" And I'd point guys, I'd be like, "You slapped an ass. You grabbed the tip." <laughs> This girl said you were pervy. I was like, <laughs> that was a, that was like a three week battle. I think I did yeah. some guys, uh, yeah, one on ones. And then Rob's just like right after, you know, just being Rob our, was a good our guy, just like guys, like come on, like we shouldn't have to do this, like, yeah. you know. You know so we'll, we'll make it through. Rob was a pledge <laughs> educator. Um, so he was like good cop, you know, down there. Like I'd have to come down. Yeah, it was a good cop, bad cop. But it was good cop, definitely deal. good cop, bad cop routine. Uh, fast forward your final year. What uh, what were you talking about there, Mister Grad Trip? Where are you, Mister Grad Trip? <laughs> oh no! How do you find out about this one? <laughs> Jamie dropped it right before <laughs> we hopped on here. <laughs> Oh, is, it, is this a terrible um, story? Is this- no, no, no. It's fine. I was the, so I got convinced to do it. I didn't even sign up. What is um, Mr. Grad Trip first? So it's on Grad Trip. There's like a competition with all the girls and all the guys, and I guess just the winner just you know gets a crown and it's I like guess just and queen. yeah. It's okay. just like yeah. Tom it's just a, it's a PR move. Like there's four more nights left on the trip. Like you want like your face out there. I guess if you want to win, so. It's a, fun, it's a fun little activity they do in the afternoon. Um, so I got pushed right into it from the crowd. Like, I didn't sign up. I had to go under, like, a fake name. Um, what was, do you remember your fake name? Yeah, it was Julian Boyman. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. For the record, that's a real person. <laughs> he probably was on the grad trip as well. No, no he wasn't on the trip. Okay. <laughs> that's, good. that's so funny. Shout out Julian, Mr. Grad Trip. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so... I guess the first competitions of a push-up competition. Um, Greener went on his knees. What? <laughs> no, I, I won that fair and square. You did knee push-ups? If, if Dave was I didn't here, do knee push-ups. Calm out so hard. I was doing I was doing legit push-ups like, <laughs> when they were watching. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they look away, you went knee push-ups. I'm, I'm not going to say I went on the knee. I mean, I was definitely doing push-ups. I might not have been going down all the way, but I was I was holding it. I was I broke a sweat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I broke a sweat. Um, speculations can be made, but I'm sticking true to my story. <laughs> um, so then the next line was it was a pickup line competition. Um, what was the pickup line you used? So yeah, it's been one that we've used in our friend group for a bit. Um, well, Dave, Dave won Mr. Grad Trip when he was in third year, going on the fourth year grad trip. Legend. Did Dave go back to back years? Yeah. 
with this pickup line. Um, we use this pickup line at like you know those Miss Greek like sorority of yeah, events. Yeah. Like this pickup line, we use it and it's foolproof. Like wins every time. <laughs> so, anyways, it's hey, are you a chicken farmer? No. Well, you're sure good at raising cocks. Jay yeah. Green, nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it works like a, it works like a charm. We just got real deep there. Looking yeah, in the yeah, eyes, yeah. Right in character. Yeah, I'm an nice actor. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how'd that go over laughs? I think it got some laughs. What do you think? Yeah, I think it got laughs. Yeah, was it? Was the staff there? Like, no. Like, can't say that. Or were they? Were, they were no, cool no. It? Anything goes. Anything goes. Okay. Yeah. You can be as like vulgar as you want, and like everyone's into it. So, so there was the push-up competition, and then the pickup line competition, and then what? And then the last one was it was down to like the final two, and you had to do like some like strip tease dance. But you know, I wasn't about that noise. Um, <laughs> that's not for me. I'm not much I of a dancer. A, I have one photo. I'm not. Well, one. we'll just put the photo up into the video. Just text it to me. Yeah, but just so. Just you so guys we can, can see, see it. That was like during his striptease. Oh, they gave you a, a female too to striptease on. Yeah, dude. Let, let's. So you're gonna see in the video here. We got a backwards visor alert. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a female in a thong, and you know what? You look. You look good. You work out for this. I, I might have done a couple push-ups. <laughs> couple you the push-up push pop on. So you wait. So you did it though. You said you weren't about that noise, but you look. You, you did it. So yeah, you were supposed to, I guess, dance on her. But I just um, picked her up and sat down, and I was like, "Let's trade roles." Oh um, wow! It didn't That's really a power go move. over. Yeah, it didn't really go over with the crowd too well. Um, <laughs> just say didn't didn't win, you know. <laughs> but uh, it left it, it won in everyone's hearts. Left a good story to be told. <laughs> uh, you just reminded me of uh, this story when I was in, when I was in grade nine. Uh, first week, first week of high school, they're doing sort of orientation games and stuff in in the cafeteria at, at lunchtime. Yeah, for for all the grade nines and stuff, right? And they're they're doing a bunch of random competitions and stuff. And then one of the days they were doing the dating game, right? So uh, so what happens is they put a girl behind a um like like behind a wall or something and then they they pick a bunch of the, the grade nine boys to come sit there and they, and they ask them questions right i'll be like um you know like what is your favorite movie or like what is yeah. your like you know, all the, all these questions and stuff right and then they go through the answers with, with all the guys and they answer and then the girl not seeing any of whoever it is she uh at, at the end based upon the answers and stuff she uh, she picks who she wants, yeah. and then it's, it's it's sort of like a blind dating type thing, right? No, we totally understand the concept. Yeah. So 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 yeah. so. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so, so so anyways, I got chosen to do one of them. Yeah. And, okay. Like me being like little timid grade nine yeah. guy, right? Is up there and uh, probably uh, still have a huge head, just a smaller fucking, body. Yeah. Huge <laughs> dome, huge dome at the time, and. Um, uh, so I'm I'm up there and I'm getting asked these questions and uh, I remember one of the questions was, um, you know, what it would like, you know, if, where would you take, where would you take her for, for like a nice meal or something or like for a nice dinner? What would you do for a romantic dinner? Something along the lines of that, right? And people are going through, <laughs> people are going through the questions, and uh, the, you know, all the guys are saying, oh, like, 
make and make her dinner and then we go for a walk on the beach and the sunset uh, like make it like all <laughs> snazzy and stuff and uh, it comes around to me and i'm <laughs> straight up i'm just like the palisade <laughs> that that's it everyone in the calf starts booing me i'm like they booed you? Yeah, I, I got booed. I got booed out of there. And obviously, then I didn't get chosen for the for the thing. But I was just like straight up, palisade. Like that, that's it. That's, that's all I had for my answer. You and me got a lot more in common than I thought. I've also been not quite booed, but I've I've uh, I did one of those Miss Greek bidding competitions where they bid on a date with you. Okay. And uh, I put on my best cardigan, got up there, uh, and I offered. I said, I'll take. For my date, I'll take a girl up on a flight around London in a plane because I'm a pilot. And I thought at that moment, I had a, felt like I had an eight-inch horn in my pants. You know, I thought that was the date. And um, not a bid. <laughs> not one. Not, not one dollar. Not, not a bid. The, oh uh, the, the, the person, so we're on a team with a sorority. The sorority we're partnered with felt bad for me, and one of the girls uh, threw up a bid, so I had one. And it went uncontested. <laughs> and just, and just for reference, dude, I thought this is I was in second or third year. I had my my hair cut, cardigan on. I thought I was a stud. I thought I was going to go in there and just just rake the night in. I was like, flight around London? Are you kidding me? Not a bit. Not a bit. And how was and how was the night going? Like, were people getting bids left, people right, were and getting center? Bids, like, man. Guys were coming up, just being like, get a date with. Richard and he was just like up there just looking cool and some girls like fifty dollars and I and I get up there not a bit. <laughs> not one single not one fucking bit. <laughs> I I'll never forget that. Rough go. Rough, Rough go, go, man. I don't know. Uh so There's probably there's gotta be more stories from Grad Trip. If you have any. Let's 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 talk about what's or, going on now, you know. Um you graduated what last year? You graduated yeah, last year, yeah, ago. and a year ago, like this time, basically. And what have you been up to since? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I'm working full time now, which sucks. But <laughs> I'm, I'm what do you do? Like I'm learning a lot. I do sales for a tech startup. Okay. Uh, so I'm learning a ton. You know, I get a lot of rope. Um, you know, to really go out and experience. You know, meetings and do you ever you know, go to the tech CEO meetups? Tech TO. Yeah. Do you ever go to those meetups? Yeah. We actually run run one meetup like through our company. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised so we, I've, I've never seen uh, I've seen you out at these because we, yeah. we bartend them all the time. You bartend. Oh, the, ours are, yeah, it's called Tech in Motion. They're not, um, they're not like bartended events for the most part. It's like okay. come and talk about drones or like come and talk about like it's just ran, women in tech, you know. Yeah. Um, what was one we did last month? Anyways, it, it's irrelevant. I'm just going to put you guys to sleep. If I go on about work, but yeah, I'm in sales. I love doing sales. I've been doing it, you know, my whole life, basically um, starting up a company with my buddies, you know, cleaning windows for a couple yeah, summers, yeah, yeah. Uh, Avenue Road property maintenance, cool. shout out Benny. Uh, then I went out with our buddy, Dave Taylor, who's got a lot of play on this podcast for flaking on it. Um, so I'm expecting a song about him to come out next. We can write one. <laughs> And we went out and sold furnaces and HVAC systems for a summer, driving to you know buttfuck Ontario, um, middle of nowhere. You got a couple of funny stories from there. You guys had some hilarious ones working with the type of people you see. Like uh, 
type of houses you go into? Yeah, we would go into anything you imagine. Like a brand new day was like a new challenge. Like we could, we one time walked into a basement, like the one day that we teamed up together that was just flooded up to above your ankles in water, <laughs> just full flooded. And we're like, you know, there's some, you know, there's a flood down here. She's like, yeah. Um, we're like, okay. She's like, yeah. Like, how does the furnace look? I'm like, uh, it's on the other side of the flood. <laughs> She's like, roll up your pants, like take the shoes off. It's like, oh God. <laughs> like, so you had to walk through it. Walk through it. Um, let's just say we didn't make any money there. <laughs> Yeah, if you can't if you can't get the flood out of your basement, you're not buying a new furnace. Exactly, dude. What other, there's some good stories. We'd walk there, into well, yeah, we'd walk into houses sometimes that were the windows were yellow um, to touch with a thick thick like coating of like goo on it from smoking cigarettes in the house. These people would just be chain smoking inside all day long. Walk in, you're just like <laughs> like can't breathe. Um, everything in between, crazy people pushing you out, slamming the door. Jesus, you know, and you loved it. I, I like the nice people. I like <laughs> I like the rush. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a tough job, though, man. Did you make a bunch of sales though? Made a lot of money doing it, but it was a tough. It took a long time. Like for the first two months, I don't think I made a dollar. Last two months, I really raked it in. But you you're driving two and a half hours to go visit eight homes, of which maybe three are actually going to answer and, you know, not slam the door on you. And of those three, you got to, you know, make a sale that's 60 bucks a month for the next 10 years. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely a lot of, a lot of yellow tape, you know, a lot of jumping up and under it and finding your way. But yeah, that taught me a lot. Um, but onto the more fun stuff, I traveled Southeast Asia nice. for two months, which was, which was awesome. Got home. Uh, in about July, took two months off, you know, tried to find a job, started my search. And then by October 2nd, I was, you know, ready, full time started. And yeah, we're here now. The winter has flown by. How did you survive Asia? Like, Honestly, um, just barely, barely, but we like. I just didn't say really no to, to doing much like eating food on the street. Like I wasn't picky. Like we were eating bowls of soup in 40 degree weather, piping hot soup on little stools in the busiest street in some random town in Vietnam. Like food doesn't look sanitary. Like nothing looks good about it, but we're just like, screw it. Like why not? Like, so you, you know, there's like kids coloring tables. Yeah. Like, that are like the tables like this. And the chairs are like super small, like those are the type of type of tables you eat off, like on the street, like they're everywhere. The, and like, and is it are they actually the kids' tables? Or are they just normal? Yeah, it's just like a culture plastic, thing. Plastic, no, like they are ones. the kids' tables. Yeah. Okay. Oh, really? Eh? Colors, <clears throat> colorful. Like, did so? Did you ever like? I know your party attitude, and you. I think the reason why you like survive is because. We're in London, you know, there's hospitals, there's people nearby, you know. Um, <laughs> hospitals, well, okay. I'm just saying, like, like you party on the edge. Yeah. And, and, it's, and so far, well, you've, you've, you've been able to keep it on that edge, but there's always been a support system on the other side, you know what I mean? Going to Southeast Asia, you know, did you, did you, did you keep it up to that edge, or were you, you know, a few feet back? Like, uh, was there any hairy situations? No, I mean, you know, you know me, I'm like, I'm always myself. 
Um, I get along pretty well in these situations because I'm outgoing, you know, and easy to meet people and talk and build friends. I mean, if I was there alone and wasn't with two buddies, I mean, maybe you could have ran into some trouble on the streets. But, I mean, three, I was with Adam Miller yeah. and Zach Winnick, like three decently big guys. Like, we're all over six feet. Well, Winnick's not, but um, we're, like, bigger guys. And, you know, there wasn't much trouble in that aspect. I mean, definitely some dodgy situations, like, all the girls there are secretly guys. Um, <laughs> you, ever, you ever get far enough with one? To, no. No. Thank God. No. Did any of you guys make out with a girl guy by mistake? No. Because I've heard about that too. I think Jamie might have on his trip. <laughs> You're just making all the shit up. <laughs> Jamie got into some sticky situations. Yeah, but no, it was a, it was a blast. No, I did it. This is all lies. Yeah, well, it's like your word versus his, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, JMO. We know, very homophobic. You'd never. <laughs> just well, throw more into the. Yeah, I'm just kidding, J- no, JMO. just doesn't talk uh, a lot, so I feel like it's he's just an easy target for <laughs> for these. Uh, so, so you're working full time right now. Plans for the summer? Any fun stuff lined up? You are your cottage guy. What's uh, give us a little rundown of the schedule? Yeah, I'll be I'll be kicking around Muskoka. Um, Do you place up there? No, but a couple Mm -hmm. of our good buddies do, and they love hosting. So I'll be spending a lot of weekends up there. I'm actually going to Greece um, the first week of July. My cousin's getting married um, to a girl from Greece, so we're going down for the wedding, and I'm going to kick around for a couple extra days. You know, eat up my vacation time and come home. Um, other than that, you living at home? Yeah, I'm living at home. Cool. Um, other than that, yeah, just try not to to sweat wearing my suit every day, walking outside <laughs> in the heat, <laughs> uh, try to avoid the pit stains. And so you're liking your work. You want to keep at it, get better at it, kind of grow with the company. Yeah, um, I like I like tech to be honest in the startup scene. Um, so whether I'm with this company or other ones, like this is going to be my future um it's going to be in sales i mean everyone's goal is to get in with you know the next uber right and hit the jackpot so we'll see if i you know find a smaller company down the line that you know has got a pretty interesting product maybe i'll hit it off there but as of now i'm thinking you know mostly in the short term just getting better and you know making checks tell us a little bit what is the company sorry that you work for it's called JobSpring. It's like in the tech recruiting space. Yeah. Um, so I work with lots of the startups in the city, um, just helping them out with their needs. Okay. And yeah. uh, you single these days? Single. Yeah. If any girls are listening. Yeah. There's a couple. We see the demographics. Uh, uh, do you guys get? Do you guys get like stats? Of yeah. Like, only like metrics. Yeah. Only like name, address. Profile photo, postal code, postal code, phone number, email. Where are you listen to it? Where, so how long? Way out. And also, your camera opens up when you listen, so we can watch you listen. It's just for like feedback and stuff. <laughs> okay. not, not that much information though. On a serious note, though, do you get like to see location? Like, if it's in Toronto, or if you got viewers yeah. in the yes. states or Europe, or they'll show us cities. Okay, C- cities, and if they have any, like, uh, I think there's a few more. Like, they'll they'll do. I think they have male, female, like stuff like that. Well, it's uh, well, it, if they have SoundCloud profiles, it's then it pops up. Th- then it shows up. Yeah, like, or, profile, or, or yeah. iTunes might do some stuff, but but yeah, but it's it's kind of cool to look at it sometimes because you're like, oh, you have listeners in 
like Mexico We've, or yeah, like waxes all, all in, in. Yeah, like out of really? yeah. hundreds, hundreds of cities all over the world. Ch- I can show you it after. Like, yeah. Is it people that know you guys and are just over there? Well, sometimes we can figure people? it out. We're like, we're like, um, a bunch of listens from this place, and we're like, oh, we know so and so's there. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we, especially if it's random cities. But then there's there's too many for it, it to be all people we know. Really? Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Like yeah. there's so many different cities. So how you think they found? It's just listed as a, it's a podcast on iTunes. Like, like how is it? Does it like show up under like type in like, jams and they just well, it's you a know, well, see your artwork. It's a well-rated podcast too. Like it's got a lot of good reviews. Um, it th- probably it's recommended to people. Yeah, I think we've taken over like at least the uh, first half of the Google search results page. Really? As well for just too many jams. Yeah, just like our website and Facebook cool. and. SoundCloud or all the all the affiliated profiles. So you you've been a listener for a while, uh, and I, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on the pod. You know what what improvements we can make, your your feedback. You know how how it's been evolving for you. What we can do. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean I've been listening since I think maybe halfway through season one. Um, I've listened to the first. I mean, just kudos to you guys. Like the strides you've taken since episode one. Like you know you weren't really. Not no offense, but you guys weren't like so fluid and like you know comfortable on the phone. Now like your segues, your transition lines, like you guys are great. Um, like I'm an well, avid, appreciate. I'm it. an avid podcast listener just because of the commute and I like to run these days. So podcasts are great. Um, and you guys are like my Tuesday lineup, Tuesday afternoons. Nice. Uh, the rest of the week's flooded by barstool, but <laughs> yeah. you guys are like. Like you're getting like so much better now that there's YouTube and that, there's another one that you guys sorry to interrupt flooding, flutters flooding, yeah. flutters yes great yes. there's a slang right there good catch yeah someone who just talks your fucking ear off just like you get caught say you're at a party and there's just that chatty Kathy who just fills your ears up yeah flutter or another one I remember you guys use is uh he gets in ears in ears yeah in ears like chew your ear off yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, just someone, like you said, someone who you don't really want to talk to, like someone, I don't know, you might have known from high school or like in first year, like old buddy, like, you know, it's great to see him and say what up, but the conversation just goes on for way too long. But in your ear could also be a good thing. Like if if you want to get fired up, you're like, get in my ear, like, let's go, get in my ear, like. Like a text, a text comes through from maybe a girl that, you know, you like and you've been talking to with one of the, one of your friends, like. Oh, guess who just got in my ear? Okay. <laughs> it's both good and bad. Yeah. Uh, but continuing on that, uh, we were talking about improvements for the podcast and an honest take of, uh, of where we can improve. I think, I think one thing that could be cool to, I know you started to do it a little bit, that could be cool to implement is like segments. Like maybe you have a segment, I don't know, just off the top of my head, I know at the podcast I listen to, they get they go to like a newspaper and read these crazy stories that happen, like these crazy stories people post in the internet, and it's like a quick like two minute read, and then they just chat about about those. I don't know if that's like the end goal of of this, but just doing like a funny segment like that that you're like, okay, like you know you know that three quarters through the podcast you're you're expecting like. There's one thing, and it's going to be trial and error. Like, you never yeah, we know did, what's... We did World like News with Resnick once. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like just making... like These things we try every now and then just for fun, but we, know we don't make a repetitive segment out of it. So 
if you do that, then sometimes guests also are like expecting these segments and like can prepare stuff. That's yeah, you idea. get like, I don't know, you get like questions flooded in, maybe like ask, you know, if, I don't know if you guys get DM'd questions, you know, we don't, to, we don't have you an, just launched Instagram. We don't have an Instagram for the pod. We just uh, have our personals and we just like share it on our personals. But yeah, people can, people DM us only to say like that they listen or that they like it. No one's ever asked questions, so we could open it up. Yeah, like if people ask questions, that would be pretty funny. Like, you know, just get addressed. Um, you know, would you rather's? <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. No, I, I feel like it. I'm helping yeah, you guys out. Yeah, I like it. We'll, uh, we'll we'll think about that. Well, with that, well, with that Instagram page you just launched, is that going to be connected to the podcast, or is that just for the band? That's going to be just strictly band. We're um, bad instars, so like I I don't want to have so many pages. You know, it's just we hardly. I don't think I posted a personal Instagram in over no. a month. I I get fired up and I'll post like two. You know, in a row, a back to back, month. and a big then month. and then I'll forget about it for a while, and then I'll just keep cruising through and creeping other profiles. That's I'm, so, you, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Um, uh, do you so so as a wait? Sorry, keep let's keep going. I'm sorry, I was going to ask different questions, but okay. So some segments are good ideas. Um, do you, do you kind of like you said like you like the the stories and the jokes and stuff like that? But what do you think about when we get into like? You know, those deep motivations. Deep yeah. That's good. Okay. I mean, that's good. It's, you know, it's a change of pace to your day, especially for a guy like me coming from like a sales day. If you have a bad day and you hear like, you know, the, the Eli Brown um, episode about how he made it big in t-shirts and you got his whole story, like, that's great. Like that's, especially when I'm listening, working out, like I'm getting fired up, you know, on some of the deeper stuff. Like you got to... You got to address it. Otherwise, it's, you know, just going to stay there. You ever try any of the stuff? You ever try mentality or like fire yourself up or like any of this kind of like, do you do any life designs kind of thoughts? I, I don't like formally like plan it all out and like have a written document and do that. But like if I need to get amped up, I like, get excited. I just have like an internal like switch that I could just turn on and mm-hmm. just like just go. Like I've got a motor that if I need to do something like. I'll do it. Cool. Like no matter if you're, yeah. So it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're really into running these days. I wouldn't say really into it. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to look good for Muskoka. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. For the girls that, uh, that so you, uh, when you live at home, you can't really do, do dates or anything. So yeah. any plans to move out? Um, not, not yet. I mean, I've got a sweet setup. Um, and I just want to save up lots of money before half my check goes to rent. Mm. Um, cause I, you know, food, um, all those little expenses that, you know, that you have at home that will just add up elsewhere, like food, like shampoo, you know, oh, yeah. I'm a big yeah. shampooer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> big poo guy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you use a three in one guy. like me? I literally use shampoo, conditioner, body wash, all in one. All in one. Yeah. No yeah. Way. The old spice one. Dude, I, it, uh. I just want to say, I remember this girl at camp explained it to me about how uh, three-in-ones or two-in-ones or whatever you use, like, can't really be a thing because what shampoo does is it, like, expands your hair and it sort of opens it up and then conditioner closes it back up again. And, like, I don't really know the science behind, behind what, what, so what, they, what they do, but, like, they're, they're supposed her. to do, they're, they're supposed to do, they do, like, opposite things. So when they're together... It just, it doesn't really, it's like, it's like they uh, counter, they, they, they counter, yeah, they counter themselves. I don't out. know. I come out smelling all right and the hair is there. Yeah. They, they smell good. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
But sorry, you uh, you were gonna say something about? Uh, no, he's just talking about living at home. I know those. Yeah, those little expenses do absolutely add up. Um, we just moving out. Moving out. There's no real reason to do it. We did it for like for productivity. Like we moved out to live together. Just moving right. out on my own. The only downside to living at home is I felt like I had no mojo. I didn't feel like a boss. I didn't feel like, uh, you know, I didn't feel like I was cool. I never, I never had that. Like I, I'd go on dates and stuff, and I'm like, that was a great date. Um, see, see you next see week. You next week. <laughs> it's gonna be your your place, or uh, I'll see you next week. <laughs> I was like Austin Powers when he lost his mojo, and then finally when I moved out, I bought some art. You know, put it up in my room. Started hanging my clothes up, folding my shit, feeling like a, feeling like a man again, getting my shit together, yeah. and then like then I got my, got my mojo back. Started like yeah, it just it, just, it had a, it had like a radiating effect. Started like feeling like a businessman again and like making money and, it's it, so it I needed it for exter- my money is less, but I'm also externally better off. Like right. you know what I mean? And that I think I'll be gone. I mean probably within two years of working. Yeah. But for now, I just am gonna hang tight. Is weather the storm and reevaluate after the winter. Cool. And you don't you don't you don't think about uh, going back to school or anything like that. No, I'm done. You're done. <laughs> I'm done. You yeah. Got it out of your system. I'm done. I mean, at school you gave like, it a hundred and fucking ten percent at school. Yeah, like I don't know how we got through school and did it the way we did it. I mean, I graduated with honors. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, so like I don't know, we went out like four nights a week. Like school was yeah. great. Um, did we did have, it. Did you live at the house with JMO? Yeah, yeah. Like oh, we did yeah, it. We yeah, did yeah. it right. That was a big. That was a big house. A lot of entertaining. A lot of people over. Like I think I think you could say it was successful if if someone asked me like, would if you could go back, would you do anything different? And I would say not a thing. I would do it. I would do it the exact same time, and I would start tomorrow. If, if I would wanted. agree. I would agree with that comment. There's not much I would change. I mean, uh, other than I, I always, I always uh, say now that I think I'd be a much, much better student than I was at the time. But I think that's just a maturity thing. And, exactly. And maybe I'm just like uh, in a bit of a fantasy land with that comment you would not too. Be. You'd but go like, back <laughs> at this exact age and yeah. do the exact same. Uh-huh. Exactly. But I like to think so. So. No, I, I. The only thing I would do differently is. Uh, I'd be way more, I think, entrepreneurial, like doing shit, because it is you had so much free time, so much free time. time. That's when I'd become a musician. I'd like have throw shows, like make music, like instead of like I don't know what else I did with my time, but not that stuff. Right. No, I agree with that. Like just fuck, like do whatever, like try to be anything. You have so much time. And the entire support structure of school, like they'll give you whatever you need. They even had—I bet they even had music studios. Probably. Probably. You know what I mean? For sure, they did. And a hundred students in the music program that were like, "Yo, let's do something." Yeah. It was just—it's a—it's such a good environment for it, and we got the most fun I think you can have out of it. But I was like a little balanced. I would have liked to, you know, come out with a career and been famous at 23 instead of having to do it at like 27. Kind of a bad look, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and try to be famous, you know, while not having to pay many bills. Oh, my God. Um, and not, you know, worry about anything else other than the exam in a month and a half. <laughs> That'd be nice. It's like school and then free time. But, I, you know, there's so many distractions. That's the thing, too. It's like... So you, much to do. You got to... 
you got to weather the distractions as well. It's like it, there's people all constantly everyone doing else, stuff. Everyone has so much free time. So like you spend your free time like together doing nothing. It's hard to like break off. I, w- I want to ask you about a video. Uh, I think it was your neck nom <laughs> or something or like was it a neck nomination or, or it was something where you were uh, putting shots back to it, it, maybe it was a song or Roxanne was it Roxanne? Rock, Dave oh that. yeah, that wasn't that wasn't me. That wasn't you. That was uh, what did you do for that? I did. Uh, I took back shots and did a funnel and all kinds of nonsense. Um, I barely <laughs> even remember at this point. <laughs> what, was that neck noms that fired up, or did you guys no, do something different? Rock, neck noms no. came and went. Dave's just like we, the biggest. We kind of did one in Sigs a little bit. I remember Didn't doing we, yeah, a little yeah. video. I did a flaming shot and I put it out on my nipple and, and popped it off. And then I did six um, shots of I did six shots of uh, something in a row and then a Red Bull and I think I puked. But not on camera. Like a lady. I'm like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, okay, that was Dave. He did Roxanne because I remember Yeah, well it was what I was gonna say is like he's just such a big yes man. That uh, it, this was like right in the middle of exams, and Corey or someone was like, "You won't do it." He's like, "Go get me a two six, I'll do it." And I think Roxanne has exactly like twenty six Roxannes in it. So like oh, every really? time they say Roxanne, you're supposed to take a shot and do the whole two six in like the song. Okay, that's but he nuts. spewed, but he kept going right like a warrior. Yeah, you can like throw up, but like you you keep going. Dave is the ultimate yes man. And when we have him on, we'll talk about it. But he is like... I don't think I know more, like a bigger yes man. No, like he he would... uh, I'd see videos of him grinding the railing at your house on skis. And I think he broke his wrist doing that too. He did break his wrist. (laughs) On St. Patty's. On St. Patrick's Day. Like uh, at like 5 p.m. Like where you're just like at your peak. In one. He uh, no snow on the ground. In shorts, (laughs) he puts his ski boots on. And just like hops up onto the thing. He didn't even have a ramp, eh? He just jumped cold just onto the. <laughs> well, he just yeah. like stepped up onto the top part of the railing, and then like let go. <laughs> and his, his wrist, wrist, his wrist was sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, and Dave went, checks boxes for in one out, a. Uh, yeah, checks off a couple boxes. <laughs> and woke me up at like seven thirty in the morning. He's like, "Dude, you gotta drive me to the hospital." <laughs> Like he was like fully like had a night. I was like when he broke his wrist. Exactly, that's what I was just thinking about. Um, exact same thing happened. Uh, dad, dad was like uh, the skateboard. Yeah, that was like stopping a little bitch. You know, you were like, being you such a it. little bitch at dinner. You're like, oh, I can't move my wrist. And me and your dad were like, what a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to bed. And I could barely even sleep that night. I woke up and I immediately went to the hospital. That was one of the more all time slams I've ever seen. But I'm gonna give a shout out to my buddy Alex Vining. You guys remember Boulder Mountain? Yeah, obviously. Of course. Yeah, my my roommate Boy, at the bum. time, um, good skier, and uh, never really done park, and I was you know just a little park rat you know on my snowboard, and um, he he just thought because he was a good skier he could, like if you're a good skier you could do double black diamonds. He's been like to like big mountains. He was like, yeah, I get air off rollers and stuff. Of course I can go off a jump. So uh, he goes down. I watch him and he does no speed check. And he just like he starts from the launch point. He goes down. I'm like, oh, he's going way too fast. He full flies up, star fishes, lands right on his ass, uh, breaks his tailbone. Oh, oh no! Fuck. 
horrible spot to <laughs> it's break. his birthday we're supposed to go out to the bars that night for uh his birthday and he's like oh my, my you know my tailbone really hurts i'm like dude you're fine you're fine like he's like yeah yeah okay i'm good uh we start drinking we get blackout we're we're, t- we're trying to leave our house he slips on some spilled booze falls on his tailbone blows it up again same day uh we don't know when the tailbone even actually broke if, if which one it was um but he's like like goes to the bar like a trooper puckered uh but at the bar i don't know if it was at the bar shortly after he called his mom and his mom drove in from toronto and and had to take him to the hospital oh my god <laughs> what do you do for a broken tailbone <sighs> like you can't you can't cast no it. you can't you, cast it <laughs> <laughs> you can't cast it but yeah uh, how do you take a shit <laughs> Out your ass, yeah. <laughs> like normal styles, I think. The issue. Um, no, they put they drill a hole and it comes out the side like a fountain. So <laughs> they put you on pills. I mean, I broke my <laughs> I broke my femur. What? When I was uh, when I was younger, when I was like thirteen, I broke my left femur. It's all metal. I've got like thirty two centimeters of metal rod in this leg, a couple screws, and again, they can't cast that. They can't cast a femur. No, because they would need to cast like the whole body. Yeah. And I guess I was just like, once you hit a certain age, it's just like. Tell them how you broke it. I, that, that story will come at the end. It's a kicker. But on the, on the, shit, on the shit point, um, they put you on these pills. So you don't take a shit for like two weeks at a time. <laughs> and then you just have one day where what? it just like gets out and then you're back on. And then for after like a month, it's like you can get a little bit more mobility. But. Really? Yeah, you're just everything's just sitting in there for a while. No <laughs> two way. weeks. Two weeks. That hurt? I was on so like, much. What stuff was the shit yeah. like at the two week mark? <laughs> diamond. Yeah, <laughs> rock hard. You just, yeah. <laughs> there were just diamonds that dropped out at that point. <laughs> uh so wait, what's the story how you broke it? So funny enough, it was skiing. Um I was also a pretty good skier growing up and I, I, oh, it's so not cool how this happened. Like, I wish I was like, I did a flip off a jump. Like, it was so sick. Like, everyone was watching. No, I was just waiting in line at the bottom of the hill. I got a dead stop. And this guy in blue jeans, like, you know where it says the slow sign? Like, because yeah. you're approaching the line, like, you got to slow down. God, he just couldn't jeans. stop wearing blue jeans. Just came and just <laughs> took me out. <laughs> took me out. Next thing I know, I'm like, in an ambulance, like but it would it, be the guy in jeans that comes in blue and drills jeans you at a dead stop, waiting. Greener always used to tell us how he he used to win at ski uh, competitions, and like uh, Corey knows this best, but like uh, and for like years we we were like thinking that like oh like Greener is like probably a pretty good skier, like he won all the time, <laughs> and then like someone finally like dug into it, like what you win or like how often, and he's like. Yeah, I won the bib contest. And we're like, oh, like, sick. Like, what's that? He's it was like, a big contest. He's like, at the end of the race, everyone puts their bibs into like a basket and it's a draw. And I won a <laughs> pair of skis. And we're like, Greener, you never won a race? Like, <laughs> this whole time we're thinking you're a good skier. I won, it's like winning the lottery. It, was, it took a lot of skill, hard work, determination. You played a lot of bib contests? Played a lot of bib contests. It's pretty good at them. Did you? Uh, did were you at least on the team, or were you a forerunner? No, I was on the team. I was pretty good. I won a couple races. Yeah, in my I've day. seen you ski before. Yeah, I mean, I we did that trip to Tremblant that one yeah. year, as well. And I, that was a hell of a trip. Yeah, it was. Oh um, yeah. 
those uh should we uh, should we wrap things up though the raps game raps game starts oh, there, is, is yeah starting? the raps game's on at 8 30 what time do we go oh is it 8 30 it's on it no i think it's nine is it, is I, it thought it's, I thought it's eight the problem is, is last time I uh, we talked about the sporting event, we talked about the Leafs before their game on a podcast. It's thirty, I'm pretty sure. And the Leafs let us down, so I don't like. To, I don't like that we talked about the Raps game, but the Raps oh, are a different it, team. It's on right now. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's on at eight. Okay, let's okay. get the Raps going. Let's, yeah, let's get the Raps going. Um, any last any last words? Shout out to some people. You know, yeah, we got to shout out Camo. Yeah, shout out Jack Kamen, um, long time listener, huge fan. Every um, time I see the guy, all we talk about is uh, two made jams. The guy is an absolute. <laughs> I know we gotta get Camo on here. Yeah. He Kamo personally on. texted me, you know, about the song when it came out. Um, it's like oh, bad bounce, dude. Yeah, he texted yeah. me. But we've squashed you know, it now. when the beef was squashed. Um, yeah. So yeah, he he really wants to come on. Um, I think he wants to bring like Mike Sands with him on the podcast. These weapons. Uh, yeah. So I mean, those guys will be you guys, good uh, to have in the lineup for the rest for of the like summer. How many guests you guys have had on already? You guys still have like a big pot to like choose from. Yeah, you, it's you just could get a lot of good people. It's it's just uh, it's just scheduling conflicts, you know, because uh, I mean we're obviously available all times of the day throughout the week. Um, people who work full time jobs are a little harder to lock down, and we so, usually go away on weekends and stuff. Yeah, so it's so it's a, just a scheduling get thing. Corey but we do want to get all these guys to talk on about here. Asia. Yeah, no, I I did tell uh, I tell I told Corey to come on. He's uh yeah, you've been talking to him. Yeah, the last little bit, right? You want to hear about Asia? We got to get some, but we, what I think we need to do is we need to send you guys some like pre-text, some questions, you know, drum up. Uh, it definitely um, would have been better when I asked Rob, like, should I prepare anything? He's just like, nope, come with an open mind. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, but like. And you came I'll, with that and we'll give you that. You came with an open mind. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what the listeners think, you know, if they like, <laughs> if they like me or not. Um, yeah. Right. But the, uh, I'm, I'm down. You know, this was great. The time flew by. I was, you know, pretty nervous heading into this, but you know, once the conversation got going and we had the um, pink beer, you know, I'm down uh, uh, down to do it again nerves. sometime with Dave or someone, someone who can add uh, additional stories. Absolutely, we want. I wanted more stories, but then I remember like early in the podcast thinking we didn't ask you guys to prep. Like I'm not gonna keep asking for stories. It's like when the spit and chiclet guys are like, give us a good story, and the guys like, uh. Yeah, like, but they're like, oh, they well, I was texting this guy. He told me to ask you about this one. True. We texted and nobody. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good move, actually. Texting Text friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. Get some stories. Get some. Get some. Okay. Yeah. And then they also don't know. So like when you ask, it's just like you blindside them. They're like, it's always a funny reaction. We'll take you know? that from the, the chicklets, guys. I like that move. Mm-hmm. And any advice? Any uh, any piece of advice? Advice for on? listeners. Yeah. Any advice for listeners? Um Help out, you know, send these guys some questions, uh, you know, drum up some content. Uh, they're working hard. I mean, you're listening, so you like what they're doing. Shout out to the guys in Holland and Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, too many jams. Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Start, uh, Bay. John, John Famous. I hope just you guys launched. like me. I'll be back. Yeah. If put, in that put case, a little plug in back. there. Yeah. For John Famous. Thanks, thanks for having us on, guys. Um, Any this was time, fun. Greener. Anytime. Anytime, and thanks, JMO, for uh, I, I know uh, we had you on here kind of just to help Greener wrangle. Yeah, but uh, it's because it, it was his show. I was just here for uh, the side commentary. But you're also kind of you like that. You, you, yeah, you, you that's like my role. That's like, my role. <laughs> if you wanted it any different way, we'd we'd give it to you any different way. <laughs> uh, but thanks for coming on, guys. We appreciate the support. We like you. The fact that you guys support us gives us a big like. We're like okay, because you guys support it. We're like at least. 
we know it's good enough for these guys. Like we're happy with it. Uh, so that gives us a big bump. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see you next. We'll see you next. <laughs> what? And we'll see, see you next. This guy never finishes a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I never, I don't this finish them. Never finishes never the finishes. No, I don't finish them. We'll yeah. see you next. <laughs> <laughs> you know they've never finished a fucking pod. I've never, I've never uh, finished one. I get like thirty minutes and I'm done. That's uh, that's fucking hilarious. We always make jokes at the end of podcasts. We're like, if anyone's still here, like, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me like say whatever we want now because this is like where everyone's tuned. I'm like, out. should I edit this out? No, no one's still. Yeah, uh, no one's listening. We understand that most podcast listeners are first thirty. 45 we have long ones but at the yeah. end of each podcast we'll say we, we'll see you next Tuesday because we come out on Tuesdays and it spells cunt <laughs> <laughs> so on that note we'll see you next Tuesday, Tuesday. there All we right. go